Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another rousing rendition of the Brethren Podcast. Uh, it is me, it is I, AJ. Uh, we are having another cocktail convo. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, it's the series where we just have okay. interviews and casual conversation um, with great people. Um, and today is no different. Uh, this is a friend of mine, an, an extremely close friend of mine. I've known her literally since, what? Uh, element preschool yeah preschool so like my whole entire life uh but now she is known as the media maven welcome to uh the bridge podcast miss ashley milan also known as a millie what's good sis what's up brother thank you for that introduction you're right we have known each other since preschool like russell nursery days like it i mean we're both from the four six so it's like you know we go back that's like over 30 something years yeah like legit <laughs> <laughs> legit um but yeah we just you know we're just gonna have some casual conversation but in typical bridge or fashion we always like to propose a toast at the beginning of every episode so i don't know if you got something or not i didn't warn you about this but um this is just to a great conversation being had knowledge being dropped and you know, crumbs being able to be picked up by those who need them. Cheers. Hey, cheers. I got water. And, and, and no, no pun intended. Look, stay hydrated. But you didn't tell me. I would have got, you know, my, my I, wine and stuff. I forgot. I, I, I wasn't warned. <laughs> I forgot to tell you. Um, but yeah, you know, we 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 started communicating more like we used to. Mm-hmm. So we've caught up over the, you know, over the past couple of days and weeks even um but i want to start here mm-hmm. i want to start in 2017 we've known each other over 30 years but in 2017 um what i think you know what you do right now uh is is, is big and it's bigger than what it is right now and i and i know it but you started it in 2017 mm-hmm. and i like i'm core I, I was thinking about it i was like I was like, dang, 2017 is when we started doing Area 21. Yes. And yes. for a year, li- literally like right at about a year, you, me, and uh, another friend of ours, Marissa, uh, we ho- we hosted a podcast together. Uh, we Area did. Area 21. So, and that was the best podcast I have ever just been a part of. I have to say that I've done another one and it was, it didn't last. So I, I would say the first one with you, Area 21, with Marissa, that was like the best ever. And you know what was so cool about it? It was it was very organic. Yeah. Um, everybody, each one of us have our own individual personalities and styles. You were already what I would consider like you were, you were qualified in terms of the, the arena of communication and broadcast in a sense. Cause you, mm-hmm. you, you were working at the radio station. You had been there for a couple of years, your mm-hmm. communications major. And I think that was one of the, one of the big reasons, honestly, that I brought you in because mm-hmm. I think it was, I think I heard you on a commercial. Like <laughs> I heard you, I heard your voice on a commercial and I immediately knew because at that time, I didn't know you were recording commercials for the radio station. I just right. knew you worked there. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's Ashley's voice. And I was like, yeah. dang, like she really got like a, a radio commercial voice, like just being able yeah. to kind of turn that on. Because I know you, but I'm like, dang, that's like a commercial voice. Like, yeah. you can, 
it, and but you got the range too, where you know, like obviously in Montgomery, where where you were working, like the urban, the quote unquote urban radio station. So you had the voice, but then you also are you know hosting, you know luncheons and brunches and you know different events that you know don't necessarily require the quote unquote ur, quote unquote urban talk. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get into that too. But 2017, like we said, we were hosting Area 21. And we didn't really know what we wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. we just know that we were all going to host the podcast together. And I think it took us, it took us a couple of episodes, maybe between five and 10 episodes before we kind of really was like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then I'm going to do this. And you were right. like, I'm going to do the sip and sit. I'm going to do entertainment. Because I don't even remember what we were. Really, I don't even remember what we what we were talking about. I don't even know if we initially like the first couple of episodes and we like. Mm-hmm. I think we were just talking about headlines and just just really shooting the shit. Um, right. But take us back to 2017. We're hosting this podcast. We're starting it, and where you really kind of formulated the idea to bring the sip and sit to life. Well, the idea came from. Just always watching Entertainment Tonight, E! News, and I would mm. come home after work, um, even though E! News is no um, no longer broadcasted now, at 6 o'clock, that was my time to watch Entertainment News to get the white folks news and the black folks news. Like, I, I loved it. And then, of course, at 6.30, you know, Central Time, I would go to Entertainment Tonight. But I was always... Um, into celebrity news that gossip is like you know what what new movies are coming out who who's marrying who who's divorcing who it was like I gotta be in the know I gotta have this business I've I've always been like that person that was very inquisitive it's like oh, I wonder why you you know you, you dating this person you dating this person you know so I just wanted to know more and so the sip and sit was born from that I wanted to have something that is unique because when I think of gossip, I think of tea and spilling the tea. I'm like, okay, we're gonna be sitting, okay, we're gonna sit this tea, you know. But it's funny because I don't know if you remember, I think you kind of helped me with that name as well. And it was, yes, yeah, I mean, because you know, you know, every time we recorded, I was in, a, I was in a space and a place, and I just. I just started saying stuff. So I don't know. I probably, we look. You, I, you really did. And I was like, well, I, I want something unique. Like, you like, look, you always stealing tea. You know, that's sipping, that's gossip. We sipping your tea. So I was like, okay, let me, let me like do sip and sit, you know, something different. You know, right. we have like, you have pl- people that do like entertainment 411 or whatever. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to do that. I want to do something else. I'm always, when I always heard gossip or tea, whether it was, you know, people I knew or just, you know, me talking celebrity news, I was always at a table with a drink in my hand. So <laughs> that kind of, the wheel kind of turned. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'm going to birth, I'm a birth this baby and get, and give life to it. So that's how, actually how the sip and sit really began. I love it. And the thing that I love that, that I always loved about, like, even then, because obviously now the Super Set has evolved um, into much more of a platform in itself where now you're, you know, you're getting exposure yourself and other people are getting exposure through you, uh, mm-hmm. through your interview styles. And that, you know, that that also lends itself from uh, from your radio, from your radio time, too. But mm-hmm. um, 
your when you, when we were doing the supercell on the podcast, it never felt you know TMZ ish, like vindictive. Mm-hmm. It never felt malicious. It was mm-hmm. always you always made sure to you know make it lighthearted, even if it was something kind of scandalous. You mm-hmm. you always you always did a good job of you know just making it like it's really like entertainment tonight and like not right. knowing that now it makes a lot of sense because back then you know everybody I think you know probably watched entertainment tonight their mama your grandma your auntie was uh, it was on the TV like you mm-hmm. said right around about six thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was always like very upbeat and you know like very news like it wasn't mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you know here go mm-hmm. the, here go the the gossip the dirty nasty right. gossip of the day it was just here's what's happening in Hollywood tonight mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. it was very uh you know respectable and you and you you know you continue that and you carry that um so you know I I, I definitely appreciate that because. Also, you were the reason why I started paying attention to like <laughs> gossip and stuff because I wanted like when we were doing it, I wanted to be mm-hmm. able to like engage and talk about stuff. Exactly. So I had to pay yeah. attention. A lot of yeah. stuff you definitely would put me on to stuff, but you know, I just want to be like, oh yeah, because you know, we would always go around and be like, what's your opinions or what do you mm-hmm. think? And it's like, and still to this day, I, I think that's kind of one of the reasons why I just kind of get pulled into like ratchet tv as they call it like right, every now and again right. i just kind of get caught up to it i'm like oh they still go together right i don't know why <laughs> you know i i have to formulate an opinion now because it, it, it's rooted in that but so let's fast forward a little bit more mm-hmm. i think a couple of years ago not too long ago uh you graduated from alabama state university it does not pay me to say that because it's another hbcu <laughs> <laughs> Um, Girl, you know I love you. You know I, I know. Love you. I know. Look, I'm look. As long as it's not a certain time of year, I'll give of them their props. I'll give y'all y'all props as much as I have to. Uh, but fifty under fifty, mm-hmm. right there. You know, mm-hmm. and if we're thinking about the, the 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 range of people that could be chosen and 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 all, and you, they're only picking fifty, you were one of those fifty. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little bit about what that did in terms of validation and be honest because you know a lot of people and a lot of us we get into this you know where we you know i don't need it i don't need the recognition and all of that and it's like you may not but when it comes is you know you're, you we're, we're grateful we're humbled we're appreciative mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it's like that moment where it's like you know what i didn't think nobody was paying attention appreciate that mm-hmm. but like tell 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 me what that really did and, and, you know, when it happened for you? Mm-hmm. Well, I would say um, being nominated for 50 Under 50 and um, receiving that award, it to me, it was life-changing in my professional career because I have to go back in 2020, right before the pandemic happened. I sent my information off. And then a month later, um, toward the end of March, I was laid off from, you know, my job at the radio station. And, and I was very, I went through a depression. I went through, um, you know, just a deep hole. And I can share this now because I'm still climbing my way out of that hole. But during that time, I didn't realize like, wow, I did send my stuff off. What if they don't pick me? Now that I have gotten put on furlough, I don't know when I'm returning to work. So 
I had a little bit of imposter syndrome. I felt like if I don't still have this position, why, why would they pick me? Why, why would I be chosen for this honor? And I had to tell myself, um, working in that, in the entertainment industry is very hard, but you have to be your biggest cheerleader. So that was something that I had to learn. Of course, all of 2020, I'm still learning that now. But um, when I was chosen, I was really surprised. And I think in my interview, I was like, are you sure you, you, you picking me? And, you know, I, I, I was completely honest in my interview, you know, um, about being laid off. And, you know, it's like they look past that. You know, they saw my... Um, my value, my influence, especially working in the community. And that was the main thing. Everything that I've done, you know, for the station and for the city of Montgomery, just, you know, how my personality is and just taking care of so many wonderful people that I've met along this journey. It, it kind of was rewarding. Like all the fruits of my labor are now being seen because I have often felt that the work that I've done for so many years in radio has always been gone overlooked. Um, and I work hard and it's not because of the recognition. I just, you know, want that, that, um, that unity, I guess, or that, you know, I, that respect. And right. that's something that I was to me, I was not getting, um, while working at the station. And so just being able to, um, have this honor and, it, it was it very incredible. And, um, you know, the networking, um, being a part of this prestigious, like, group um, it does something, you know, for me. Because now it's like, hey, I have an idea. Let's, let's put our heads together. Maybe we can collaborate and we can, you know, do something uh, at Alabama State University or do something for the city of Montgomery and surrounding areas. So that's how my, my mind is now, but it has been a blessing um, when I thought that I wasn't good enough to be a part of this group. Mm. That That's that's interesting to hear because mm-hmm. um, I didn't know those two things coincided in time. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But me and you have talked plenty of times and I've always told you the where you've always had a voice. And mm-hmm. for those who know you, for those who don't know you, you're not, you're not super tall. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're, you're one of the, you're one I'm, of the shortest people sure, I know, okay. you know, you and I think maybe Sean to take shout out to Sean to y'all, you know, y'all neck and neck for being short, but you've always had a big voice You've always been the person who can get up in front of a group and speak. And this has been, you know, long, like, you know, for the past 30 years, like you've been doing this since you were, since we were little, like yeah. not even this didn't happen in like middle school to high school it was before then that you were mm-hmm. always the one who would, you know, get up, speak in programs, all kinds of yeah. events, mm-hmm. you know, from church to school outside mm-hmm. of that. So to see you now where you, um, you know, obviously the podcast ended and the sip and sit, when did you come up with the idea of, you know, basically transitioning it where at mm-hmm. first it was like entertainment based. I'm going to tell you about some stuff that I know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously there were other people there to kind of, you know, chat mm-hmm. and com- combo with to mm-hmm. now 
you are mainly interview based and now you're getting people in, you know, across entertainment, communication, business, all of these different walks of life and interviewing them, mostly entertainment, because, you you know, you've had mm-hmm. some very big people on. You've had some, you know, some some local people, starting out people. Mm-hmm. So when did you really uh, formulate that idea to say, you know what? All right. I'm going to keep this going. Mm-hmm. And this is the route that I'm going to take it to. Mm-hmm. It actually happened last year. Um, well, toward the end of 2020, you know, Clubhouse was very, very popular and very big. Mm-hmm. And I literally would stay on Clubhouse just networking with people. I would be on there like all night, mm-hmm. just listening to, to people, um, getting to know more people, especially in the industry. People I have come across and they have come across me. And so it was like a getting to know you basis. And the more people I started connecting with, like um, people up your way in like NYC or LA, they were already established um, journalists, like worked for, you know, TMZ, BET, Essence, you know, having bylines like on so many um, websites and entertainment sites or whatever. And that that made the connection so one of the journalists out of new york shout out to taco he said you know a millie uh i love coming to your uh your room where we talk about you know journalism and radio and tv we need to do something we need to collaborate and i said yeah like let's do it and we started doing stuff on instagram live and um, we were doing entertainment news and all that good stuff for a couple of months, like in the spring up until like maybe the beginning of summer or the mid- middle of summer. And they kind of, you know, had to back out because they had other obligations. I understood that they, you know, they're established there in L.A., New York, and I get it. Like I'm down here in the South, so I, I'm not where all the the action is as far as you know events and entertainment celebrities I get that so I said you know what I don't want to lose this voice that I have again I need to turn it up a notch I still want to do entertainment news but I want to do more interviews I want to make it a talk show because that that has always been my dream to have you know to be the next Oprah to be you know all of these uh, great women that have these talk shows now. And I'm not just saying just um, black women. Um, I'm looking at like uh, Kelly Clarkson or uh, Drew Barrymore. And I'm watching all these shows. And of course, my girl, Tamron Hall, I'm watching all of these shows. And I'm like, I can do that. I didn't, I could not do it at the station because my boss told me, and it still gets to me sometimes that, when I was marketing director, he would say, well, you'll have your own show one day, but you need to learn your place as promotions director. And when he said that, that kind of like a, a blow and it stuck with me. So it's like, you know what? I'm approved to anybody that I have this voice that have what it takes to have a a show a live show on instagram i'm going to do this because you never know where this could lead you some you got to start somewhere to get to where you want to go so that was the catapult pulp for me to okay rebrand sip instead let's do a more interview style and that's when i started the rebranding and in september no it wasn't september it was like july did like a trial run 
And then really in September, that's when everything started popping off. Like I was trying to be consistent every week, um, you know, interviewing so many people. So 2021 was that that push, that nudge that I had for me to rebrand Sip and Sit and make it more interview style. Yeah. And and once you did that, you you really went hard, like head down focused and was knocking mm-hmm. them out left and right. I was just mm-hmm. like, wow. Mm-hmm. To the point where I was like, did Ashley like go interview a hundred people and just save it? And now she's just released because <laughs> it was just they were coming out and they were yeah. consistent. And like I yeah. said, you've had you've had a lot of you've had a lot of notable people on. You know, you've had uh you had Tyrese on, mm-hmm. um uh who else did you have on besides Tyrese? Tyrese is the first one that comes to mind because yeah, I think I it was have- before you I had had, um, I've had uh, James Worthy, um, yeah. producer, R&B singer. I've had um, Blazing Baby Lola. She is a um, a YouTuber, and also she's the girlfriend of Zaire Wade. So um, I have I've had her. I've had so many um, uh, local uh, people that we know of that have businesses mm-hmm. and that are really trying to get themselves out there and that was my main thing and if I see you you have a talent you have a gift you have a business and you just need a little bit of nudge because if this is your calling this is your passion you never know when you make it big you're going to be in the press you're going to be doing that so why not start here you know why not start here so um I've had those uh those notable people um I've had uh, Leah Harris, uh, Lace by Leah, um, all of that good stuff. I mean, I, I just had some wonderful people, and I'm not stopping. Like, I, I'm, I'm going to continue to elevate because this is just the beginning of, of many, many months to come. Most definitely. And speaking of, you know, speaking of that, you know, uh, it is International Women's Month. Yes. Uh, and you know, you've been you've been your real name to me forever, and you've been a Millie to me for for some years now. Um, and you've you've added a new title on, which I love it. I told you I love the new title. Mm-hmm. I love it, and uh, and you kind of you you I think you kind of gonna run with it for this month. But you you know you've been named the media maven. I yes. love it because it's like it's it's kind of dark, but it's like intriguingly dark, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, this being International Women's Month, I think I was talking with you, I was like, you know, lean into it. And you've already kicked off the month with like, uh, well, one one great interview. I, I know another one's lined up with, with you know, up and coming women, powerful women in the entertainment, the communication space. Uh, mm-hmm. So just tell, just tell us a little bit about, you know, what it is, you know, you plan to do for this month. And mm-hmm. in terms of being a woman in the space, you kind of already hinted at it earlier where you had a boss who basically told you, like, learn your place, which especially mm-hmm. being a woman and a black woman in a corporate setting, because, you know, mm-hmm. you worked for a radio yeah. station that was owned by one of the conglomerates that owns every radio station in America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, you know, it's where it almost feels like you hit a ceiling. Um, and in terms of that, where you know you you know you end up getting laid off but then you get this validation from a home source like a familiar place where it's it's local it's your alma mater that says you know what we've been paying attention to you mm-hmm. you had like you said it validated your your worth and your value 
But just talk about, you know, what you plan to do this month in terms of International Women's Month um, and just, you know, the importance of spotlighting people like you, women like you, women of color, black women in that space, because obviously you're going to run into the bull. I feel like, you know, creating Media Mavens Month is really to showcase women that are in media that are in this field because we don't get a lot of love. If you're a part of the entertainment industry, this is a male dominated field, whether you work in radio, television, if you're an artist. And I, I, I felt like no one, no one sees the black girls to me. No one sees how hard we work. No one sees how hard we work behind the scenes to make our stations, you know, look like it's perfect. Mm. I, I always, I always would work behind the scenes, and I will always say, you know what, you are the Beyonce in promotions. You are the Olivia Pope from Scandal of Promotions. And I see how hard women work in this field. It has been long days. You know, you coming home to your significant other, your family, and you're just tired. And nobody was talking about it. Nobody I saw, and, I, and I'm speaking for myself and other women that I've talked to, mm. we get so, so disrespected, especially in the media. We get so disrespected if we are working alongside men in this media industry. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of it. I, I want to show these women in the this light so you can understand their journey of how they got to where they are and how they are going to continue to elevate um in this field because we are we do matter we we um should get that respect um we have worked hard we still work hard to do what we love to do and this is not a walk in the park you know this is not like no mcdonald's no burger king like we are really out here grinding for a spot like you have to i i guess in a sense i wanted women to come to my table i want women to say you know hey it's cool to sit here you you we don't have to compete we, we don't have to do all of this it's all love they over there whereas men or other women that feel like you got to compete with them. No, my, my, my table is for everybody. We can collaborate. We can eat. And I wanted to uh, showcase these amazing women that work hard, whatever they are in this world. Like we literally work hard. And I wanted, wanted people to know their journey, to see the work that they put in for so many years, whether they're in school or whether they started in during the pandemic or even before that, you know, we put in the work and I did just wanted to um, show them some love. Most definitely. And I, I appreciate you for doing it because it, it sparked my, um, well, it, it was, it was part of a plan too, where, you know, I, I had a conversation with my co-hosts where we were like, you know, it's international women's month. Let's mm -hmm. focus on only doing cocktail convos with women this month. Um, mm -hmm. Which, I mean, it's not like we haven't had women on before, but we just mm -hmm. specifically this month, we just want our women on and we want to do more and you know than we typically do in a month's time just because like you said we need to shine the light on mm -hmm. women and black women in general because of you know 
people like your old boss who say things like, hey, learn your place. And it's like, you know, mm-hmm. if I learn my place here, am I able to mm-hmm. go somewhere else? Because if I've learned right. here, is right. this where you right. want me to stay? And that's what you're telling right. me. And now right. I've hit this glass ceiling. So definitely being able to shine light on, on those, you know, like you said, those behind mm-hmm. the scenes struggles that people don't see. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because Black mm-hmm. women in general and Black mm-hmm. people do a great mm-hmm. job of making things seem like it's okay. Yes. And, and that's how we, I will say for myself, that's how I was doing. Like, it's like the facade, like you, I could put it on the face and, but internally dealing with a lot, whether it was on my job or away from my job, it was, it was a lot, you know, we work hard for you guys to hear certain, um, things that are on the radio to make the imaging sound right to make everything every event go off without a hitch we black women we we do all of that and of course when i was working in um at the those three stations i was a one woman show so it was a lot of pressure on me to make sure everything was in tip-top shape because of course you know Working in corporate America, everybody's watching what you do. A little yeah. slip up, oh, no, you slipping up. Can you do your job or not? So it's like you had to be on your P's and Q's each and, it's and very, every time. And it's very numbers driven too. So if the numbers ain't yes. adding up, it don't care. They don't yes. care. You could be busting your butt, but if the numbers ain't coming, then it's still like, all right, well, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, you, you were doing, <laughs> you were doing a lot. And I forgot that it's three stations in one pretty much. Mm-hmm. So you're doing the same. You were doing, you know, I hear your voice on the commercial. Mm-hmm. I hear your voice doing uh, traffic. And mm-hmm. then I hear you live somewhere doing a remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Because, and again, to, you know, it's limited and numbers to too. Social media, not right. to m- mention being a social media manager, being digital content manager, c- like literally constructing the websites, making sure bugs and like every little thing, the behind the scenes stuff and me having two jobs in one. Propping it up. And, well, and three jobs. If I was live on a remote, I had to do it because we lost a lot of people. Yeah, three three you know, jobs times way. three. Three times yes, three. You got like three. nine jobs. Because you're doing everything for each see- station. Right. And they still didn't see how much, you know, um, you brought to the station. Mm-hmm. And even now, I would say this. I, I, I have my triggers some days when I see stuff. And it's, it's like, uh, you know, I hate that, you know, the pandemic came. I hate to have been, you know, uh, put on furlough and then laid off. Because when you when you work at something, when you nurtured it it's like you know sometimes our jobs if we don't have you know if we're not married or had kids like me my job was my baby so that was something I nurtured from the ground up but it's also I don't mean to cut you off but it's also it's also important to note that you were doing something that you are naturally good at and something Mm -hmm. that I know and I believe Mm -hmm. that you are passionate and you love because you do Mm -hmm. you did it Mm -hmm. That was yeah. the other thing. You would do what you had to do at work and then leave work and come do it with us again. Mm-hmm. And we weren't, we're, we never got paid for it. It was just because mm-hmm. it was passionate and you had a vision of wanting to build yes. something. So that's important to know because a lot of people's jobs is like they busting their ass just because, hey, you know, you got to. 
some folks, but you, you were doing it because you genuinely loved what mm-hmm. you were doing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I commend you for that in itself, but I definitely understand what you're saying, where it's like you put basically your all into it mm-hmm. and someone else is able to make a decision where they take it from you. It's like they, mm-hmm. they you know, they took your child from you and mm-hmm. there is no recourse to get it back, you know, unless you right. go. And then mm-hmm. even if you come back, it's not, it would not be the same. It wouldn't. And it's so funny because someone asked me, would I ever go back? And I and I and I kind of looked at them like, are you for real? <laughs> like, if I were to go back, I would have to own this station. <laughs> I would have to own that station. And not saying, you know, never say never, but for me, where I am in my life, where I want to be in my life, I can't go backwards. I've done that so many times. I've left that job and then I came back. I left the job and came back and then got forced out. So I don't want to go back. I feel like I'm too old to go back. Right. You know, not, not saying I'm too old, like in a sense, but I'm just too old to go back backtrack in the past i have to continue to move forward and you know the only way you'll get me back is if i own the station (laughs) so that and that that makes perfect sense and i i I could kind of figure that that would probably be um the the like your 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 opinion Mm -hmm. I just randomly, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to catch myself because I'm sitting here because you know when, you know when I talk to certain people, people like you, mm-hmm. like my, my friend, my, my friends and family, when we say, when we say something, I'm that, I'm that person. I'm like, okay, well, let's, you know, I don't, I don't believe dreams and visions are far fetched because everybody who knows mm-hmm. me know that I talk, you know, way above the clouds, mm-hmm. and you know, so that that way, if I land in the top of the trees, I'm still off the ground and I'm cool. Um, mm-hmm. But there's a radio station in Alabama FM for sale right now for eighty nine thousand dollars. Just to put oh, that, wow. just to put that in your space in your place. Uh, oh. Expenses are less than three hundred dollars a month. That includes the studio rent. Has full studio and equipment, transmitter and all. So you know, oh. I'm just putting that into your into your atmosphere. And we'll talk atmosphere. offline. We'll talk offline because you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, things that, are very be, doable. That that would be doable, and that would be a great investment. And, and I, you know, I honestly see you up. being one of those people because, like I said, you've been in this space in this place for years. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. definitely where you belong. This is definitely mm-hmm. where you, you know, where you want to be. Because mm-hmm. you know, we 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 didn't go all into your past, but you started off as a theater major and switched yeah. over to communications, mm-hmm. which you know, mm-hmm. that's very you're specifically saying this is what I want to do. I want to be able to better mm-hmm. communicate because you, like I said, you were already doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, I'm just. I'm just glad to be a person that knows you on this journey, to be a small blip on the timeline of your journey. Um, and thank you for, you know, giving me some time to come on and chat with me on the Brethren Podcast Cocktail Convo. So where can people find you online right now? Okay, so online, you can find me on Facebook at Ashley Milan. And I got to tell y'all, okay, so, you know, for years, people used to call me millionaire and all that stuff, <laughs> Melon Million, it's Milan, Milan, okay, think about it. M-I-L-L-O-N. O-N, M-I-L-L-O-N, 
now when I get married, whoever I married, then we're going to change that last name. But you can find me on Facebook at Ashley, A-S-H-L-E-Y, last name Milan, M-I-L-L-O-N. You can follow me on Instagram at A-Marie, A-M-A-R-I-E, underscore the number two and the letter U. And I don't be on Snapchat like that. But, um, and I don't really have Twitter, but I need to make one. So I, that's something I, I need to get back into. But um, those are the two that I, I mostly use a lot, Instagram and Facebook, but more so Instagram. Um, but yeah, you guys can follow me on there. Please, please follow Most me on definitely. there. Follow her at a Marie underscore to mm-hmm. you, A-M-A-R-I-E underscore to you and we'll put the link in the uh in the, in the description um and definitely also you know make sure to follow because the sip and sit goes on ig live just about every week like yes. it's it just about every week yeah. it's been mm-hmm. it's been very rare that a week ain't went by that a millie mm-hmm. ain't got somebody in that you know in, mm-hmm. that, in that chair mm-hmm. um having a conversation so definitely follow like i said you'll be put on to a lot of people great conversations I love your interview style. You know, we've, we've done it a couple of times together in, in, in yeah. area 21. Um, and just your, like your, your, your style and your, uh, your demeanor, the way that you, you know, you're always upbeat. Like I said, you've always been this mm-hmm. person and I'm just happy that, you know, more and more people are getting to experience your personality because it's always been 100. Uh, so I definitely appreciate you. I love you. Um, love you bro. Thank you so much. The other thing is if anybody is local, uh, in the area, you can catch a Millie hosting Thursdays Unplugged at the BB Kings in the Montgomery yes. Casino. If you from around the way, you know it's called Doja Road. <laughs> yes, Halapusa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. You can find her hosting Thursdays Unplugged for the next two months. Right now is every three Thursday. Months. Next, oh, now three months. It's three months May. now. It's yeah. three months they've added May. Yesterday it was mm-hmm. two. Look, yesterday's price is not today's price. So, you know, y'all need to get in, get in at this level now so that you can say you've been following and listening for years because, you know, we're looking at radio stations right now, 89 racks. We might start a Patreon and y'all can be part owners in it. You never know what we do here at Brethren and what we do with our family is always going to be big things. So we appreciate y'all for listening. If you made it this far, this episode was sponsored once again by LaFlight87. Get you some, LaFlight87.com. Uh, shout out to my illustrious co-host, Dr. Ajamu Loving, PhD, CFP, at Dr. Ajamu Loving on Instagram. And uh, Mr. Deshaun Wells, a D-Wells consultant. You can catch him at Empower, Engage, Execute on Instagram. Um, AJ, you can find me at 248MMBB. Every now and again, mm-hmm. I'll slip up and give out my personal one. And sometimes, I don't know what it is, <laughs> but we'll intertwine what we need to. But once again, this is a cheers. This was a great conversation. I love you, sis. Cheers. And uh, thank y'all for listening. If you made it this far, we appreciate you. We love y'all. Y'all have a good night.